Hey, what's up, everyone? Yo. Jacob, Welcome again. Thank you for listening, guys. Jacob, I'm the DJ Savoir. Yes, me. How's it going, man? Good, 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 man. Yeah. And um, this is the Two British Nerds podcast, of course. Welcome once again to the Two British Nerds. Follow us on Twitter at Two for Two British Nerds with a Z at the end. Don't forget the Z. I hope everyone's feeling good this week. For real. Um, if you if you're listening on the uh, if you listen to this podcast on YouTube, please uh, subscribe on your i on your iTunes. If you haven't got the application, you can download it on your iPhones and just hit up, just search the two British nerds with a Z and uh, subscribe when you can. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. And the like button and the comment buttons. Hit all the buttons. buttons. Except for the delete button. For real. Big shout. (laughs) Yeah. Big shout to my usual listeners. Shout to uh, Claire, uh, uh, Miss Social Butterfly and uh, Lauren who always uh, listen to this podcast when I put it up on the... uh, uh, Twitter page and shout out to uh, Claire um, since you're a big X-Men fan make sure you pick up uh, when it comes out it'll be part of Marvel Secret Wars event X-Men 92 because you said you love the TV show so that's based you know on the cartoon so pick it up when it comes out so yeah basically yeah thanks for tuning in let's have a shout out yes so, getting right into it, I guess we're going to start with a couple of reviews from our favourite books. Yes. yes. Our comments and reviews of our favourite books. So, Sabah's going to go first. We're going to do it like a sort of... Sabah's my turn, my turn. We're still trying to figure out our sort of system, so forgive us for this little trial and error. It's yours. It's your. It's your microphone, or it's your setup. Something needs to be uh, adjusted. It's a bit muffled, but it's uh, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna um I'm gonna start this off with um, Secret Wars issue uh, three, and this one is entitled Affairs of. St- Affairs of um um <clears throat> I'm a throat affairs of of state um wait does this come out every week well I think it's been every two weeks I'm sure it's like the first two just that came out back back and then this one I was thinking wait yeah it yeah go about then it came out so maybe it I think what they did was they brought they brought issue one for in the first week issue two the second week and then they released uh, Battle World and Warzone so this is like it's like um, 
yeah, it's been a while for it to come out, actually, about a week or so, I think. So, um, again, this is written by Jonathan um, Hickman. Main cover is by uh, Alex Ross. The artist is, the artist is Isid Ribic. And um, it is issue three. So, what's basically happened is in the last um, issue two, the Cabal have come out of status. And the Cabal is composed of Thanos, Black Swan, Terax, Nama, uh, Promax, Midnight, Maximus, Koivus, Cleavai. Who's a nutcase and uh, the maker who is in reach, I would say Richards, uh, Mr. Fantastic from the other universe. And um, so, what's happened in this issue is right, um, Doctor Strange comes about, finds the finds out that the the one of the Thors is being executed. Uh, by by the cabal doesn't know who they are yet just knows there's people wandering around um, what's interesting about this um, Doctor Strange goes to the he's at the ship right and he says you know I know I know somebody's there you know um, come out wherever you are and then you see uh, Miles Morales actually has hitched a ride in the ship so he's at he's basically out he's out of nowhere he comes out of nowhere and he's speaking to Strange, and um, um, he says basically, "Well, one minute I was on my world, two minutes, and then a few seconds later, I've been transported to, you know, on the ship. You know, both of the worlds been blown up." And then Strange basically goes, "Well, why you remember?" So um, what's happened is basically right. He's come, um, he's come about. So Strange is now taking him to his um, to his domain, his um. His island, which which is called the uh, the hidden island of Agamotto, uh, can I pronounce the word Agamotto? And Agamotto is basically the the uh, strangest amulet that he wears. You find that, and in, in for some reason, don't know why, hasn't been revealed yet, that the eye of Agamotto he actually doesn't have it, and he says that Doom actually um, gave him basically another eye. So I guess in a few a uh, few issues, um, you find out why. Why? So, 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 just so I'm clear, does everyone is everyone aware of what's going on that all the universes? Are... No, they they're not aware because what? what's been said now is is um strange is strange is a person that's helped Doom become God on uh, on this island. So uh, whatever whatever's happening, I, I'm presuming strange has put some sort of spell around the people because um you find out that nobody remembers what happened previously on their world. So it's like their memory has been completely been wiped. They've forgotten uh, what happened before when, they're, when, the, when the incursions and when the, the, the planets uh, collided. So it kind of makes sense why they see um, Dr. Str- um, uh, you know, Dr. Doom as God, because I'm assuming basically... All their memories have literally been wiped. Because for strange say for strange to say to um, Miles Morales, do you remember? It means the other people don't actually um, 
uh, remember. But um, the funny thing is about this. Yeah, sorry, go so, on. Like, so the only people that remember is Miles. So far, yeah. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And, yeah. Um, what's it? The Cabal as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what happens next is now. So Doctor Strange is aware of all this. Yeah, he's aware. So I'm assuming he's the he's he's the hand that sort of uh, put this together with Doom because in the book he says, "I could have been God, but obviously I, you know, you you do a better job." Um, but what what the funny thing is, um, he actually has the other space shuttle in his island, and he opens it up right, and they all come out. So uh, Peter Quill comes out. Um, Lady Four comes out, Miss Marvel, Spider-Man comes out, and you find out they, they've actually been in status for eight years. Um, and he's waited three years. He's had him he's had him for I think for about three he's had him for three years in that in his island. He decided to basically let them out. And um what happens um what happens next is his um they ask him, you know, they ask him, you know, why would you let why would you obviously let Doom be God and Strange's exact words is basically, um it's easy to explain, Reed. He is very good at playing he's very good at playing God. So um at the end of the book you pretty much see Thanos and the Cabal just relaxing, chilling. And they're trying to they're trying to make their, their next move and Thanos is like, Don't worry man. Um, we're going to make our move next and um, what happens is they're all talking they're like well what are we going to do how are we going to do this how are we going to do this you know how are we going to sort things out and he goes oh Thanos is like oh, it will come to us and then all you see basically is all the Thors are coming down and this is where it ends so it kind of gives you um, it's, it's, I love this book because it kind of gives you hints and clues to what's to what's really happening because you know for me i still want to find out how dr do manages to basically rule over the whole of this planet because the the amount of people that are on this planet they can easily overthrow him so there must be something that's keeping them in check um so well a big galactus at his gate helps yeah but I don't I don't know that's weird because I don't know because well when I'm lo- re- looking at it Galactus is bigger than the planet so is that really Galactus because Galactus for me is massive like he's big he's, he is bigger than the planet Um, but like I said there's something that Doctor Doom is doing with Doctor Strange that's keeping everybody in check now the problem arises now because the Cabal know what's happened previously and you have obviously the, the 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 you have the guys from the six one six universe, you know, Spider Man, Miss Marvel, and so on, who knows. So now you're going to have basically a surge of um, power. So I missed I missed the whole Miles bit. I didn't really get that. So where was he? Was he also? In <laughs> he 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 yeah. When the, when the when when his when the his universe was going to get blown up, he actually snuck onto the shuttle. Um. He snuck onto the shuttle and he, he hid in the he hid in the the ba- hid hid in the the spaceship with the cabal. So he just came out when they all left. Um. So for so the he, so he sneaked away. Yeah, he sneaked away. So, um, I just really want to know because um, what's happened and why? I just want to know why Doctor Strange is actually working with, you know, with um, 
Doctor Doom. And it's funny because there's a, there's a graphic novel. Uh, can't what it's called, but you have actually Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange actually team up. Um, but yeah, it's actually... It, 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 I like it because it's more of like a... It kind of gives you the the pieces slowly, basically, of what's really happening in the Marvel Universe and what's how it's unfolding piece by piece. But what's really good about this book is... You actually well, fun. You actually see Doctor Doom in this, um, without his mask. Cause there's a scene, there's a bit where he's talking to Sue, and um, what happens is basically is um, he thinks you know, he gets a bit, he gets a bit down. So obviously he, he doesn't. Um, he goes all the power that I have, I still can't heal my face. One, so he's kind of kind of feeling kind of down, and she puts him in check, saying obviously um, that's not the case, and you're a good ruler, and. Um, and whatnot. Uh, in this book, also, you kind of find out what happened to Reed Richards. Um, he actually gets sacrificed by um, Doctor Doom as well. He actually becomes the son, which is weird. They sort of just sacrifice him, and in this, in a way, he becomes more of a of a prophet. For um, actually, people start to worship him in a way, um, which is a bit crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good book, man. It kind of, like I said, it gives you the building blocks of what's really happening in the Marvel Universe. So, um, I guess things really kick off um, in the next um, in the next issue. So, I'd really recommend everybody to to jump on Secret Wars, just so it, it kind of tells you what's really happening in the um, in the Marvel, um, you know. In the Marvel Universe, man, it's a really, really good book. And um, just let everybody know if you're a Gwen Stacy fan. Um, for the f- um, the first issues that came out today regarding Secret uh, came out yesterday regarding Secret Wars, they all have Marvel doing the the, the Gwen Stacy variant. So for Secret Wars, I got um, I got the um, the figurine variant with um, um, Octavius. And I've got this one with um, Doctor Gwen. <laughs> it's basically it's Doctor Strange, but it has um, Gwen Stacy as Doctor Strange. So it's something um, um, to get as a collector's because I'm collecting it. Uh, all the covers. Uh, one thing I like. One thing I still want to know about um, you know about this about um, Secret Wars is I want to know. How Doctor Doom managed to get an army of Thors? You know, where's Odin? You know, what has happened? Like, how did he manage to get a whole army of Thors working for him and with him, just just like that? Um, so I kind of get in the way in the sense why that he would be called a god because for you to be ruling Thors, like have an army of Thors that are the protectors of this world, then you know. You are a god in a sense. Um, but um, yeah, like I said, I love this book. Um, it is the main book, so get it, read it, and you'll be on your way to finding out what is happening in the Marvel Universe. So that's Secret Wars issue three. Yeah. Okay. Well. All that madness going on with Secret Wars and Battle Battle um, Battle World. I'm going to switch things up a bit. Talk about DC. 
I've read this book earlier today. The Omega Men, brand new series from DC. The Omega Men are created by, um, I believe, Marv Wolfman. Just to be, just to be clear. But anyway, the Omega Men. This is all with DC's sort of space adventure sort of team, and they sort of dwell in this, in this, in this um, planet where there's two sort of deities. There's the Alpha and there's the Omega. The Alpha is what people are, what, what like the majority of people um, worship. So they always like, they always like anytime they talk because they don't even talk in English. They just talk about, they just. Anything that you can hear, I mean, most of the comic was spoken in, in like alien language, but the only thing you can see is them saying alpha, alpha, alpha. So when they say alpha, they're, they're trying to be like, yeah, they're talking about their god. Yeah. So anyway, the Omega, Omega Men is sort of like, it's, it's almost looked like as the, or the Omega religion is almost looked like devil worshipping in terms of their belief in, in that planet. So the Omega Men, they're like, they're like terrorists. So in the DCU, you sort of sneak peeks. That first issue, they released a some sort of video image, uh, some sort of terrorist image, where it's like they they captured um, Kyle Rayner and everyone everyone in the whole DC universe knows, even even like common aliens or every, even. They know who Kyle Rayner is because he's like the only white white lantern. There's a bunch of green lanterns, blue lanterns, um, Sinestro Corps, and you know. So Kyle Rayner is the only white lantern. He's like going around the universe with the guards. He basically Omega Men captured him and they assassinated him in front of in front of the video and they sent it out. So basically, this book is picking up straight off from the preview where. The sort of aliens, black ops, are searching for the Omega Men, and they're like, "Where the Omega? Where the Omega Men?" They've been going to like all the slums in the in the planet or in the city, and they say, "Where the Omega Men?" And one by one, each of the sort of um, SWAT team of the of the Alpha people, they be they just being taken out by the Omega Men. Omega Men, they're kind of like res- they're kind of like remorseful, saying, "Oh, we should." You know, we, we're trying to make the world a better place. We really are trying to make the world a better place. Why are they killing these people? So it's 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 really weird. It's like it's almost it's almost like the goddess of the galaxy, where the goddess of the galaxy people know them and people love yeah. them, but they are bigger men. They're like heroes, but they're seen as villains in a way. But the funny thing is, is that I got the impression that they. They actually enjoy killing people, but they're trying to. They're like there was one part in the comic where the leader, uh, I think his name is um, Triog or something. He he like shot one guy in the, in, in the like he blew his brains out. Oh, and like <laughs> like because the guy was the guy was crying. He was saying that please don't please don't please don't kill me. And he was like, look, I'm not. I'm I'm only doing this because I have to have you know to make the world a better place. And he blew his brains out. And then his assistant, the robot assistant, was like, that he asked the robot assistant that he keep still alive. I'm going to make his dead. And the robot assistant's like saying that, well, you, you sort of blew his brains out. So I don't think he's. He was like, no, 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 no. Like, just in case, because I don't want him to, 
to you know seek revenge against me and everything. And he was like, dude, like his brains are on the floor. He's gone. And he was like, okay, good, good. So it's 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 really weird. I mean, okay, so the book is written by um, it's actually the guy who's writing um, Grayson. If everyone knows who, um, whoever's reading um, Grayson, I'm sure there's a lot of like fans really Grayson. Everyone knows Grayson as the first Robin, um, you know, Nightwing. He's sort of got his own book where he's sort of like a super secret agent. Now he, that's the same writer that's writing Omega Men, and the writer that's writing Omega Men and Grayson, he's actually he used to be in the CIA, so he was actually uh, a spy. So it's kind of interesting where he's writing a book about secret agents, and he's now writing a book about terrorists, space terrorists, if you if you like. Yeah. So the Omega Men is is something that that I'm I'm sort of interested in seeing. There's one article on the Wired. They're saying that they're comparing Omega Men to be like the Star Wars, but not the family, not the family friendly type of Star Wars. So yeah, Omega Men. Brilliant book. I recommend it. All right. I recommend. Oh, I'm actually have to come out. Get it. Did it come out yesterday? Right. Yeah, it came out yesterday. It came out yesterday. Like even like each of the panels. Like you know when you're reading a comic book, the back in the like the really old comic, the golden age comic books, where each panel is like small squares. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be three panels. There'll be like three, six, there'll be nine panels on the page, basically. You know, nowadays you get like a, a whole spread of, of, a, of a comic book page where you see like a superhero doing a super punch and it takes out two pages. But the Omega Men, the way the book is laid out is that it's, it's laid out in small boxes. So it's sort of like sequ- sequential as well. So it's a really smart read. You have to sort of take your time and read it. It's, it's really fun. It's a fun book and it's it's a nice little um, nice little because um, you know I've been reading um, so that was like a little entry to because I wasn't really into the whole DC space universe but now I'm sort of getting into it and just like 3000 yeah. was a nice little window for me to sort of see how the whole space space deal is in the whole DC universe so the Omega Man yeah I got I got this, I got that Star Wars feel I got a Guardians feel and I also got like, have you seen a, a movie called Smoking Aces? No, 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 I haven't seen it. Yeah, I got that sort of feel as well. So, yeah, Omega Man. Thumbs up for me. I recommend. Oh. Issue number one. You guys just check it out. Also, check out the free. I mean, check out the free. You know, the sneak peek, the eight-page sneak peek of the book, so to get a nice little feel from it. Yeah. It's, it's free, so give it a go. Right, sounds interesting. Right, the next one for me it's another um, <clears throat> Secret Wars tie-in. I already got I generally got this book because I was like I said I was collecting the Gwen Stacy covers, so they, I didn't know they brought. Out, I missed out a few on Wednesday, so I came. I bought some uh, today. So uh, this one is um, this one's new. It's a uh, like I said, it's a sec- it's a Secret Wars tie-in. Um, it's called Armor Wars and this is a, a this is a like the original Armor Wars came out years ago and it was like I think I believe it was like a five part issue and it was it wasn't you know an Iron Man uh, 
event. Um, so this one is Armor Wars, and it's a Secret Wars tie-in. Um, it's written by James Robinson, and uh, the artist is uh, Marco Takara. Um, it actually just starts off right in. Cool. It basically starts off in. Um, da -da -da. In you know part of Battleworld um, again. So it's set in a city called Technopolis. So. Um, the drift I've got from this book is you have to have an armor to to survive. Um, so Spider Man is web slinging um, across. He's getting. He's basically. Um, he's got some vital um, information from um, Fisk, you know, otherwise known as you know the Kingpin. So he's swinging around. He's. Um, you have um, people. You got these these bugs that are in suits trying to basically stop him. He gets away. And then all you hear is basically, someone says, Spider-Man, this ends now. And you hear a big bang and it cuts. Um, and you meet basically Tony Stark, who's just chilling with um, Pepper. And he says, you know, it's funny how we have to have all this armor to basically to survive. So they don't really tell you why, how it's gone to that point where they need armor to survive. They just tell you that you have to have now armor to be surviving. So everyone has armor. Um, you even see Thor with armor, Pepper with armor. Um, they all have armor, and um, this kicks off basically where there's actually the war is. It's funny. It's between Iron Man and his brother Arno. So um, they're all wealthy. They they both you know have the same. They all have armor and so forth. But I think his brother goes a bit to the dark side, and he he, he gets a bit on. He becomes a bit ruthless in a way. So Tony can't really do anything. He wants to stop him, but he can't because obviously because it's his brother. Um, so this issue kind of is kind of slow. Kind of tells you basically what's really happening, you know, between Tony and his brother in a sense. Um, what's really interesting about this book is is um, is it's a very short read, but. Uh, at the end of it, you find that Spider-Man has actually been killed in this in this in this world. He's actually dead. Um, but what's funny is right. Um, he's he's not called. It's Peter. It's it's not Peter Parker. It's called he's called Peter Urich. So I don't know who or what he is, but you're left with basically Peter Parker with. Um, Someone's punched through his, like, you know how Tony Stark has the arc reactor in his chest? Someone has either punched him or just, they've shot him and he's he's just laying basically on, he's laying dead on the floor. So the next issue basically is, um, it's going to kick off where um, they're going to suss out and find out why he died or, you know what's really happened to him but um i'd recommend this just because it has a different um feel to it you know it leaves you with questions that need to be answered as one i'm gonna get issue two just to find out you know 
why they need to have armor to survive why can't they just walk on you know just live normally like I did previously and um, you know why does someone like Thor need an armor you know he's a god you know why would he need armor um, and also to find out what's really what's going to happen between Tony and his brother they're going to battle it out and to find out who really really killed um, Spider-Man um, but it's funny when when he's fighting this, he's fighting those bugs. He like he the suit that he's in, he hates it because he's saying you know it, you know I'm feeling hot, so he doesn't even really feel comfortable in what he's doing. But he has to be, he has to wear the suit for him to survive. So in a sense, that's that's Armor Wars in a nutshell. Um, so yeah, man, I'd recommend this because it's more of like of a it's more like a murder mystery in a way. Kind of you just keeps you asking um questions i guess um so that's a short review of uh iron man sorry iron man armor wars the next one is uh the amazing spider-man i was gutted because i missed out uh on the j scott campbell variant so you know forbidden planet work opens at 10 o'clock i had work at eight thirty in the morning, you know, copy went for fifteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine. Had twenty copies, sold out. Now it's going on eBay for sixty to a hundred pounds. I got to the point where I, I called up Forbidden Planet in the states in New York. I called them up to see if I can purchase one online, but they wouldn't would not um, do any over the phone orders. So I was like, ah, and they had it for sixty four dollars, and I was willing to pay, but. You know, um, I wanted to have that cover so I can add it to my uh, the Black Cat J. Scott Campbell cover that I had that I got um, last year, which was Superior Spider Man issue 20. So, yeah, it's like, oh well. Looks like there's more comics. But yeah, I was gutted, man. I really wanted that cover. Oh, the cover's nice. If you haven't seen it, it's with, um, it's got Peter Parker and he's got. His hand is around Mary, Mary Jane, but it's just, it looks nice, man. It's a, it was a 1 in 50 variant, so. But yes, yeah, so, um, Renew Your Vows is basically, um, in, you know, how, how it would have been, right, um, if Peter Parker actually married Mary Jane. Um, so, it's quite simple. Um, um, before we get started. So this one is it's Renew Your Vows Part 1, Why We Can't Have Nice Things. Um, so you have, um, obviously, Dan Sloth is writing it. Um, Adam Kerbert uh, is doing the uh, the pencils. Uh, it's penciling this one. It's a, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, so basically, it just kicks off Peter Parker chilling with his wife and his... Um, um, <laughs> and he, chilling with his, uh, with his daughter. Um, just living his normal, just living basically his um his normal life and being Spider Man. Um, he finds out basically um all of a sudden now. Um, superheroes are are washing up dead, so we find that at the beginning the the first the first superheroes to actually. You've got chopped was um, Punisher, Moonlight, and Daredevil all gone, uh, just pretty much being killed off or gone missing. So Captain America calls all the remaining superheroes. Um, you know, you have like She-Hulk, 
um, you have Nova, uh, you have the Hulk, and Spider-Man joins in, you obviously got Iron Man and so forth, and um, they try to basically um, find out what's uh, what's going on, but in that in that in that split second, because um, obviously every, all the heroes are basically going, um, uh, all the heroes are getting killed off. Iron Man, you know, asks Parker if he wants to, you know, stay in the mansions to be safe, and obviously he's like, well, if I come, then you know, you know, my wife and my kid and my identity will be obviously revealed and whatnot. So they kind of pause on that. So they're talking and Hawkeye basically calls up and he says, oh, um, there's a there's a prison break basically happening and everyone's broken out. Um, and I think the, the prison's basically called uh, is it the Riker prison. And then Parker's like, oh, no, because in that in that um, prison, you have obviously Eddie Brock, who's Venom. So he rushes away and then you find out that. Eddie Brock is, is well Venom. Eddie Brock is in is in Parker's home. He's captured Mary Jane. He's got his kid. Baby's crying. So, what makes this actually a very intense comic is it's actually for the first time he actually punches Venom with his full potential. Like he actually goes, you know how he usually holds back in the comic books. He pulls his punches back. In this, he doesn't do that. He actually he just Pretty much, then he breaks his jaw. He goes full in, and um, they get to the point of where they're fighting, and then um, so it kind of zooms off to that. They're fighting, and then all of a sudden, um, you find that a villain called um, is it Augustus? Augustus Romain. Um, see, I can't remember who he is. Well, I can, but I'm trying to I'm trying to put it together. Um, he basically now becomes an enemy called the Regent, and what he, what his main power is now, he can actually absorb any of the superheroes' um, powers and make it his own. Um, so he stops basically. I take it he, he does that to all the previous heroes, and he kills them off. So in that split second, the Avengers are trying to fight him. Mary Jane's run off, um, running away. Venom's chasing her, um, and then. Um, she hides into a fire truck. Um, Venom's running after her, trying to kill her. She hits the button. Obviously, you know that the 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 psych, the uh, the sound messes him up. So in that split second, when he gets um, confused, um, Spider Man comes in, and they're fighting in the building. And what happens is um, because he just, all Parker has on his mind is he just wants to protect his wife and his daughter, right? So he. Fights him in the he fights Eddie Brock in a in a burning tower in a burning building and he's fighting to the point where he's exhausted right and um, the last thing the last words that Eddie says to me is oh we gotta have you he says we we gotta give you points so I never thought you you uh, never never fought us like that before gotta do that again and then then he goes uh, Spider Man goes no Eddie never again and he pretty much he removes a pillar right. And the whole building crashes onto Eddie Brock, and he um he dies. He actually kills him. You know, he actually kills him. Um, what also happens in that is actually, um, in this what also tends to happen. Well, actually, what does happen is 
the regent actually kills off all the superheroes, including the Hulk. The Hulk tries to punch him. He rips the Hulk's hand off and kills him. He kills all the um, all the Avengers, all the running superheroes. So uh, what Parker does to play it smart and to live, he basically just says, um, you know, um, he says, um, that was the last day the Avengers died, that every last hero died, even Spider-Man. It looked uh, like him standing there, but that was just me. Uh, Peter Parker, a dad in a stupid red suit. So he actually, in a sense, he actually stops. From what I can see, he stops being Spider-Man, and he's basically just schooling his daughter. Just um. And so it's funny because there's a scene right where, where there's a scene of where um, he's walking with his daughter, and the vulture comes and he snatches um, um, he's the vulture snatches a purse, and Parker's is like. Oh, okay, he's he's just walking the street. He's just walking down the street with uh, with his kid. Um, so it's it has a very very nice twist to this book. It kind of in the sense shows you what Spider Man is really capable of if he was to go the extra mile, and he actually does. He actually took out. He actually destroyed Eddie Brock to save his um his wife and his kids, and um. It's nice. So now you're gonna see. It's nice. You're gonna have like, from what I can see, they're gonna go on, and show you more Peter Parker and Spider Man. So you're gonna see of how Parker would have been, if he just, in a sense, just lived his life as Peter Parker and Spider Man. But um, what I wanna know is if they would do it. Is if now does his daughter have the same abilities, as you know, as Peter Parker? So, um, that's basically, um, Spider-Man Re Renew of Hours, and, um, I'd recommend this to anybody because it's the story that everybody, as a Spider-Man fan, always wanted to, you know, always wanted to basically, um, you know, uh, read, which is what would happen if Mary Jane and Peter Parker actually got together. So, that's Spider-Man Renew of Hours, and I recommend that to Everyone, um, it's pretty cool. Um, that was written by uh, Dan Slot, right? Yeah, Dan Slot, man. Um, the huh? Yeah. He's been writing Spider Man for how many years now? For since what Spider Island, right? I think. Yeah, before that. Oh. Almost ten years. Bro. Yeah, so please get this book. It is actually a really, really cool book. Um, the next, yeah, I got, I got, I got a book to talk about. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a dark horse book. It's called a uh, Concrete Park. Uh, if, if anyone's been following me on Twitter, I've been sort of, sort of bigging up this book for the last from my last couple of tweets it was also on my tumblr as well it's called concrete park it's written by erica erica alexander i believe um and she she used to be an actress and she was an actress in living colors so she actually wanted this book to um well she wanted this story to be like a like a TV show, but 
you know, you know how the TV executives are. They just say like, look, this this ain't gonna work because her story was sort of driven. Like her main cast was, in fact, most of the cast was um, was all black, all black people, and mm. uh, and also Hispanic and Mexican people. Because basically, the whole premise of the story is 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 um, I like to say gentrification because what happens is because there's so much crime in America. This was probably in the early nineties at that time where. You know, after Rodney King and was beaten, and you know, there's a bit of uprising in LA. You know, g- gang violence and police brutality, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, the story evolves around this this young man who who's involved in a sort of gang violence where his sister gets killed by you know a rival gang, but then he gets arrested and he's put on the it's put in this sort of like a, a planet, a different planet. I know this is kind of weird, but you see, he was he was sentenced to life on a, on a separate planet. Like it's sort of like the, what what the government is doing is moving criminals away from from Earth, and they're putting them in a prison planet. And that prison planet is called Haven, which is which is obviously um, a metaphor for this is actually hell so the story evolves around him and another lady who's i think she's she's a south american south south american and she she sort of had she's she's been in that prison planet for a while now so and on that planet it has like aliens it's had like different sort of beings it also has like um asian people as well so they already built some sort of community so it's become it's become like a sort of crime planet, and the way Eric Alexander waits to produce the story is that Af- African Americans or Black people are interested in space books, or they're interested in the sort of sci-fi books, and the movie, the executives, the TV executives, they're like saying that no, there's not going to be an audience for it. But fortunately, you know, through I was able to find this book and I read it and I was like, you know, this is cool. Like, cool. And it's funny enough because I was talking about like 3000 where there was, you know, I was really into space, you know, you know, so I'm, yeah. I'm not really into Star Wars and, you know, Star Trek. I'm, I'm sort of into Star Trek a little bit but not really into it. And just like 3000 sort of put me in. And yeah. I was like, wait, so there's actually a book that's that's based around black people, but it's very it has a lot of sci-fi elements to it. So think Prison Break slash Oz slash um, Boys in the Hood. So that's for this book. That's that's my sort of interpretation interpretation from this book. So if you if you like those free free things, then you're gonna love you're gonna absolutely love Concrete Park. So I, I definitely recommend it. It's, uh, the first volume's out. The second volume has just come out, so pick up an Amazon. Great book, great art. It's a fantastic book. I definitely recommend it. Cockery Park. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, actually, it's not living colors, living single 
I don't know if you guys remember it. If you're, if you, if you know the history of Friends, that you know, you know Friends, the TV show with you know um, Joey, Phoebe, and Russ and Rachel. Mm-hmm. They actually got the idea of Friends from Living Single. So Living Single is actually the original show of like single people living in, living in the city, just friends, they like friends, the TV show Friends, actually. Yeah. Bought, you know, borrowed that idea. And, you, know, you, know, you know how things go. But yeah, she was, she was in Living Single. A lot of people remember her on that. She was a show as well. Um, Erica Alexander. Wow. That's actually good. Yeah, cool book. Um, well, I guess I should talk about my other one, uh, Storm. I haven't really finished it. But part of the reason why I wanted to mention it is because Storm, Storm is a weird, it's a weird character for me. Like, you know, you know how a lot of people say that, oh, they don't really like Hulk. Hulk or Superman because they're strong or they're boring reading their books. I was thinking that, and you know what? I sort of, I sort of like gave people, I sort of checked people and I said, look, you know, there's a reason why Hulk's such a popular character. There's a reason why Superman's such a popular character. There's more of these characters that, you know, they're, they're too powerful. Yeah. But with Storm, Storm, she's a powerhouse as well. Everyone knows that Storm's a powerhouse. She's like, she's probably the strongest mutant. Um, you know, second to well, you know, because her powers, she can control the weather. No one really thinks about her powers. She can control the weather. She can create like a hurricane, thunderstorm. She can create. Yeah, she's powerful. There's, there's, she can even fly. We don't even know. Yeah, she she's very powerful, and it's weird that they never really called out Omega level mutant. I think they did, but I'm not sure. But Storm is a, she's she's a powerful mutant, and I was like, you know, let me just see what this book's saying because the person who's writing it, funny enough, is the person who's writing Superman, and he's the person who wrote Hulk. So you know, it's Greg Pak, and Greg Pak, yeah, he's obviously he he knows how to write superheroes that are kind of OP, kind of overpowered. Yeah. So anyway, this book is very, very personal. It's about her, it's about her sort of journey. It's kind of like her journey to how she is at the moment. She's still the same old Thor, she's still the same person, but she was sort of talking about how much she's grown as a character. Like before, she used to be a goddess. She had people worshiping her, and she's a queen of Wakanda. She was also the mistress of um, of the X Men. So there's so much. She's so much social. She's accomplished from from her background, where she's to be a thief in in Egypt. So she was just saying that. Yeah, she she went back to Kenya. Kenya was a place where she was sort of worshipped as a goddess, and worshipped you because we wanted to get our farm. We wanted to get some food because you're giving us water. We didn't want you to go. It was like, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of knew, but yeah, I'm gonna happy, to, yeah. you know, when I, when I was growing up, you know, people my food because you know the slums in Egypt is kind of rough, 
So, okay, given sort of relationship. So it was it was fun to interact with those people. Um, had like her final. Uh, so sort of dating Wolverine for a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So I was actually, but I forgot that they were dating. So they they showed her grieving over Wolverine. Um, the best part, Storm is so powerful. Get bees to fly. Over, over to like, so it's sort of grieve because she, because she grieves so much, her power she just exp, exp, exposes so much power that it affects the whole planet. So she had to go outside the planet, sort of let her grieve it pass. That's how powerful she was, and the whole planet could sort of see it, and it creates some sort of luminous, luminous clouds and everything. Yeah. So that was quite powerful. So it's it's a really it's a really personal book. Like if it's showing how powerful she is, but it's also showing how emotional as a human being and you know, mm-hmm. as a woman. So it's 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 a really cool book. So for, it, it, and we've got back for that, you know, she'll be smashing things and breaking things but still keeping this sort of characterization high. Because that's how Greg Pack writes with his characters. Um, like I mentioned with Action Comics uh, with Superman and also Hulk with Planet Hulk he's yes. good at doing action as well as keeping the characters sort of grounded but this book is very very character driven very very character driven you know, like I mentioned with Storm's background where she used to be a goddess where she used to be queen of Wakanda as well as her final moments with Wolverine it's quite yeah. a good, it's quite a cool book. It's a book I definitely recommend. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I've got the first two issues. So I might even buy. I might actually might just buy the volume and see what it's saying. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. Uh, if there's, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it. So I'll see if the second volume is still there. Hopefully, she survives. Yeah. Secret Wars. Probably get a renumbering. Pretty much right. Um, the next book that came out again by Marvel Comics. This one is Groot. So Groot has now officially got his own um, solo book. So this is written by Jeff Loveness, and the artist is Brian Kenzinger. Oh, Ken Singer, my bad. And there's not really not much to say. It's just, um, if you've read uh, Rocket Raccoon, it's pretty much um, the same way. In this issue, it's just for some reason, Groot wants to go to planet Earth. And Raccoon, Raccoon's like, what, what's going on? So they just cut through. You know, they get into fights. They get uh, nearly kidnapped. Um, they keep, they hitch. It's funny, they hitch rides with the scrolls uh, with certain people so they can get to uh, Earth. At the end, a bounty hunter appears out of nowhere and tries to capture Groot. Um, but instead, Rocky Raccoon tries to save him and he ends up being captured and Groot basically um, flies away. 
Um, that's basically, in a sense, it really. There isn't really much happening. It's just just pure comedy. Um, I would say if you want more of a funnier book, the the Scotty Young one with Rocket Raccoon and um, what do you call it? Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, so Rocky Raccoon and it has Groot in there is actually a better book because for me it's just the artwork is better. Actually, the artwork in this is pretty. It's cool. Um, it's just I think for me that is it's the number one book to get. This one is it's it's all right. Um, if you're a Groot fan, you know from the movie, then it'd be a book for you to read. Uh, but I would also recommend to to collect Rocky Raccoon. Because that one is a very, very popular book. Uh, apart from that, there isn't really much to say. It has more comedy than anything else, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, that is pretty much uh, Rocket Rack. Uh, sorry, Rocket Raccoon. This is um, sorry. I'm talking about this is uh, Groot issue one, and if you can pick up the Gwen Stacy variant, which is a cover prize variant. Which is four or three dollars? Oh, sorry, four dollars. My bad. Um, that's pretty much it for um, Groot. There isn't really, like I said, a really lot um, to say. Um, the second book is Future Impact, um, which is basically. Um, you find out this is so um again I keep forgetting because this is another uh secret wars tie-in um and this is I'm trying to find right I'm trying to find sorry but uh, here we go um it's written by Peter David artist by Greg Land um it's actually a it's actually a book about um what's her name for me she's a new character but maybe i'm i'm actually uh wrong oh, i forgot the character today man it's gonna kill me um hopefully it'll come to me when i'm talking um, she finds basically Odin, who tells her that basically um, that he's been, you know, he's fallen, and his power was taken away from him. Taken away. This is why. Um, this is um, this is why basically Doom has control over all the Thors. So she basically um, she takes him. Um, into her secret domain where they're putting up the resistance against uh, the maestro the maestro and um, so they take him down there and um, everything's going well you know and they say we've got Odin down here um, so they're trying to basically um you know, just walk down, take him through, help him out, because you know, obviously, he's not, he's not well. Um, but what happens is now, right? 
um, you, you find out basically, so they go for security, right? And the woman basically, she goes, I have to go, I have to read your memory to see if you're not going to hurt anybody, innit? Then um, um, what happens is she reads him and then she goes, oh, you, got, you guys have to run, he's going to kill us. And you find out it's actually uh, Mastro. Always pronounce the guy's name wrong. Um, and he actually transforms. Yeah, she was actually he was actually just uh, what's what I'm looking for. He was disguised as Odin. He finds their base and he starts pretty much just massacring um, <laughs> everybody. Um, the character that the main character in his book is called Ruby. I believe is it called Ruby Summers. So she has the ability of. Um, uh, Cyclops, she has the laser beams, but her body's composed of. She's a mutant. Her body's composed of um, rose quartz, which is basically, uh, if you ever seen a rose quartz, it's a very, very um, dense crystal. So they're fighting it out because um, he's he's pretty much now he's he's really so strong that he's just killing off and destroying basically. Um, um, he's basically destroying, um, everyone really, so the fight, the fight now basically keeps going on and on, um, to the point where he nearly kills, um, he nearly kills Ruby, and all of a sudden, um, you know, Ruby's boss, who's part of the resistance, comes out of nowhere, and that's where it cuts off. And it's actually the thing. I was thinking on in a second. The thing versus um you know, the thing versus him. The maestro, like in my eyes, the thing will get blown apart. because uh, he you know, it's he can't he cannot com he cannot com can compare with the his strength. I remember like years ago in the Fantastic Four Hour where they did uh, there was a there was a scene in the fight with uh, the Thing versus the Hulk. The Hulk nearly killed him, <laughs> nearly stepped on him. Um, but basically, that's where it cuts off. Um, it's very interesting um, how they're doing these Secret War tie-ins because it kind of just they're doing it over where they're giving you less in the book, so you always you'll be wanting to get the next issue. So you know, I'll have to find out what the hell the thing is doing there and what's really happening with Mastro and the thing and what's really happening in this part of the world in Secret Wars. So, um, like I said, with um, these new um, number ones, it's the building block to the Marvel Universe. Um, so, get the ones that you base... You know, get the issue ones, read them. The ones that you don't like, just don't collect them. But, like I said, if you want to know what's really happening in... In Secret Wars, like the tie-ins and so forth, what's happening in the different worlds, then um, get it, then get it. Uh, from what I can say, they all in these tie-ins refer to um, you know Doctor Doom as God. So, like I said, someone as strong as Mastro, right, is taking orders or you know is under the the is uh, is um, is serving you know um, what do you call it Doctor Doom. Why? So, like I said previously, there must be something that's happening. That's keeping them, um, keeping, you know, keeping Doom, um, keeping everybody in check. Uh, so that's future impact issue one. Uh, the next is 
Next one is um. Whoa, I think that's actually it. No, whoa, sorry. The next one is uh is da 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 is my first DC review, which is um Action Comics uh forty one, where Superman is just don't know what's happened to him. His powers are are um. His powers are basically being demised. He hasn't got his strength. He can't fly. Um, you know, he actually helps his kid uh, from being bullied. And um, because they see he's kind of weak, these guys try to gang up on him. And he's like, well, not really. And he throws one punch and knocks all of them, knocks all of them out. Um, again, this is written um, by... Greg Pack and Aaron Kuda, and the artist, if I can. Aaron Kuda as well. Oh, was him as well, yeah? Okay, cool. Um, so, it kind of basically, you find that he in, he's been outed in a way that people know he's, um, he's Clark Kent. Um, he's powerless. Well, he has power, but he doesn't basically have the power that he had previously. Has no suit. He's wearing a t-shirt that he got from a shop and a pair of jeans. He's running around because he can't fly on a on a on a motorcycle. He comes back to basically find out that Jimmy Olsen has thrown him like a little surprise party in the block that he used to stay in. Um, a lot of people, you know, um, are happy that he's back. A lot of people are scared because when he comes back. Um, you know, he nearly gets put under arrest because um, now nah, people know he's Clark Kent. They know he was staying in a certain in a way at his block. They're quarantined the whole place, thinking, you know, is there something there? Does he have any? Is there a disease and whatnot? So a lot of people basically just don't come out. Um, you find out also. Don't know what they're called. The hounds that were chasing him in the the forest, the in the. Fortress of Solitude tried to basically come and take him out, so he kind of stops. Um, he kind of stops them. What tends to happen in this right is um, they go behind his back as he's fighting these hounds, right? The police and they go to and they go to basically burn and destroy um, the you know where he was staying, his old neighborhood. Uh, what's good about this book is it kind of gives you a different. A different perspective to Superman, where he actually you see him eating for the first time, drinking. Um, you see more emotion. You see more um, of the human side than you see um, Superman. So, in a sense, you get to see more, like ninety-five percent of more of Clark Kent as a human than um, anything else. So, like me, I I don't. I'm not really a Superman fan because I find him, in a sense, boring. And it's not boring in that sense. I find him boring in the way of where I like to see more of Clark Kent because I see someone as Superman doesn't really have a lot of villains and so forth and it's like repetitive storyline. But I like it when people take a different approach to him like they've done now. So you see, you just basically see, uh, you see him struggling um, and basically becoming the hero that he already is. So it kind of gives you a different, a more intense perspective. Like he's more... It's like in this, he's more uh, emotionally compromised, so he's trying to, 
you know, there's a scene where he jumps and he lands and he goes, oh, you know, my, I landed in the wrong place. And his, his knee starts to hurt. And when he punches, he actually has to use um, shreds of his cape because, he, like I say, he's not his full um, strength for for some reason. So um, if you're a Superman fan, this is definitely for you. If you're not, uh, I'll still say to get it because uh, it gives you, like I said, a whole new perspective on... On um on Superman, so um yeah, basically that's Superman Action Comics Greg Pack issue forty one. Get it, read it, buy it. If you don't want to buy it, then obviously you could you know do you want a hard copy? Then get a digital copy. But I do recommend it to everyone. And with that being uh, said, people, we will uh, go into the you know the. F- the fun bit which is the news yep breaking news just released I just waited to cut in as soon as it came out but Marvel has released a new image of their all new all different Marvel point now issue point zero point now yeah so if you guys have been following the news Marvel originally released their um, all-new, all-different Marvel team-up of the Avengers. Basically, that first that first sort of draft had Miss Marvel, it had Iron Man, it had Vision, it had um, Falcon, Captain America, I keep calling Falcon, but yeah, it had Phil Coulson over there. It also had Black Panther, it had Ant-Man. So we were aware of that. I'm sure I'm not missing anyone. Yeah, it had Old Man. Cap as well. Yeah. So now they released a new one, another one. I don't know if you've seen this ever, but it's got um, Peter Quill, obviously a Star Lord. It's got Doctor Strange in there. It's got um, Daredevil in his new costume. It's got Citizen V. I can't believe it. They got Citizen V. My favorite Avengers villain, Baron Zemo, is actually a hero. Citizen V. Um, it's got Medusa in there. It's got Hyperion. It's got um, and Rocky Raccoon has got the thing. And the thing's never wearing a Fantastic Four costume, which worries me. Sunspot is there. It's, and finally, you'll believe it, but it's Old Man Logan. So they're actually they're actually going to do this. They're actually going to merge all the universes into one. Because oh. remember, remember the other one had Miles Morales as well as Peter Parker in the other image. So now they're actually actually bringing back Wolverine, but as an old man. Yeah. So it's going to be Old Man Logan. That's going to be part of the all new, all different Marvel. Yeah. And um, it looks like X-23 is taking on the mantle as Wolverine. She's wearing like a a female costume as as Wolverine, which is kind of cool. I can check out. What what, um, what size is this one? I I, I haven't seen the images. I've only seen a few. The image just came out literally about five minutes ago. It's uh, It's on CBR. Ah, okay. Just to uh, add to that, right? They did say that um, they will also be renumbering after Secret Wars, which is so Secret Wars is eight. It's um, after Secret Wars, they're moving eight months forward. They will be renumbering their comics from number one as usual, which I hate. Because it's just, I just wish they would just continue. 
they said the new Hulk. There'll be a. It'll. There's going to be a, a very very. Um, there's going to be a debate about the same fans are going to really debate about the new Hulk. They said regarding Peter Parker, there's going to be a big controversy around him. Um, they said there will be a new Wolverine, which is Logan. I'm going to say who is he, but there will be a new Wolverine. Um, they're going to be launching 55 to 60 new titles all from number one. So they are actually redoing this. Like They are actually redoing the whole Marvel Universe. So, um, um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Uh, I'm excited because one, I really, wanna, I really want my Doctor Strange number one to come out hopefully this one will last this his book will last a while but i'm looking forward to this book because um big doctor strange fan obviously nothing's been said about it they just they have confirmed they are doing it but there's been no writers no artists been confirmed um also moving to something very very small if you're a hot toys and you collect your hot toys figurines they've just hot toys just announced um scarlet witch from avengers age of ultron so that has officially been announced. Um, there is no release date yet. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, if I have money, I'll buy one, but I don't, so I'm not going to. Um, the next big news is, is they finally have released a release date for Dragon Ball Z. So Dragon Ball Z has been missing for about 18 to 20 years. It's gonna pick up straight after the Boo saga with all with all the characters, and it airs, I believe, first in Japan, July the fifth. What do you think they'll do with Dragon Ball Z? They, I reckon they've done everything. There's there's a picture of a rumor saying that he now ascends to another level. Goku, where his hair turns blue. Oh yeah, that's definitely confirmed because um, Frieza came back. That, this is Is that movie out? It's out in Japan, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to watch it. So yeah, there's, there's a movie before it, so Battle of the Gods. Remember that one where he's fighting uh, Anubis. What about the other one? Has that come out? The Return of Frieza. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's the one that they have here. Ah, okay. Basically, it's called Super Saiyan. No, it's called Saiyan Gods Saiyan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Saiyan Gods Saiyan. No, Saiyan Gods Super Saiyan God. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because he's going to be a god that turns into a Super Saiyan. Ah. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what, they're, what new characters they're going to introduce, what's going to happen, and... Really to see, so I want to see someone get beaten up. <laughs> it's been a long time, so I'm excited about Dragon Ball Z. Um, the next big news that's um kind of blown up is Dwayne Johnson wants to produce and star in the remake of Big Trouble in Little China. 
and he wants to play Jack Byrne. And I'm like, well, no, man, don't do it. Like, leave the movie alone. You know, we don't need in a big trouble or trying to remake. That movie was amazing at first time, but, you know, to remake it, it's just, uh, you know. I don't know if you've seen it or not, like Big Trouble in Little China. But, um, but for them to do the remake, it, you know, just leave it alone. And I can't see him play someone like Jack Burton, no way. I'm sure he just wants to live a childhood, because that was a lot of, you know. Yeah. I think when he grew up, so obviously he, he loved that movie, so he's trying to... Nah, me too. I loved it, but... All these reboots and remakes and spin-offs, they need to, they need to stop it. Um, we have uh, also news from Samuel Jackson. They interviewed him. He said he wants Marvel to extend his contract. So he still wants to be more involved in the Marvel Universe. Of course he does. <laughs> Who doesn't, man? Extend my contract now. They probably will. You never know what plans they have for him. Um, even some DC news. James Wan, director of Fast and Furious, will now direct Aquaman for DC. Ah, I can't hear you. Say that again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm all for that. I've got even more faith in I do like him as a character, so I'm really I'm looking forward to that movie. You know. Um to some moving forward against some small news. They said Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron is the fifth is the fifth film in history to cross nine hundred million. So, some pretty cool news. Um, the other news that I'm excited about, but it's a, it's actually rumours, so it doesn't know if it's true or not, is regarding Marvel's TV shows. There's rumours that they've got in the works Blade, Ghost Rider, and The Punisher all to be put on Netflix. I reckon, they, I reckon those movies would be pretty cool because Blaze is a dark character. Ghost Rider is dark. Punisher is dark, if you know what I mean. Um, if they was to do that, it would be crazy. Um, I would love to see a Ghost Rider series. Did you see the Jessica Jones poster? No. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, they released a sort of, sort of teaser image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I like where Marvel doing the Netflix thing. It's pretty nice. Um, there's another rumor where actually might it might even be true that um, Doctor Strange to appear in the Defenders. So, if you've read the Defenders, the original one was composed of, if I can remember, Doctor Strange, the Hulk, Nama, and the Silver Surfer. Um. The rumour was actually that it was actually going to be Cumberbatch to make a cameo, I think, Jessica Jones or the Defenders. If that's the truth, no one knows, but we'll have to see what happens. And uh, 
this is good news because like I said, if he does make an appearance, I'll be like, whoa. Um, we also have news from, um, it's not a spoiler actually, I don't know if you've read it, I've read it, the Batman vs Superman spoiler of how apparently Batman um, takes out Superman, you know, how he actually blo- gives him that fatal blow. Have you read that? So, so the spoiler alert for everyone out there, and uh, if you don't want to hear this, please just um, fast forward it because it's only going to be a few seconds long. So, he's come. There's a rumor, or it came out in comic book resources. So they say spoiler, but you never know if it's true or not. Uh, apparently, he has a kryptonite laced spear. That he uses on Superman to weaken him. Um, that's what's been said at its precise moment. That is true. That would be crazy because that's very, very deep. Um, but I want to see how he actually does, you know, gets the chance to use this. You know. Um, what else do we have? Um, yeah, well, this is kind of old news, but you have, obviously, Batman issue 41, Commissioner Gordon will be the new Batman, I guess. Um, I'm looking forward to that book. You know, to find out what really, what's happened to Bruce Wayne. Where is he? What happened to him? Is he dead? Disney dead? What happened to the Joker? To see, um, to see basically, uh, Commissioner Gordon in that suit is gonna basically ask. It's gonna, it's gonna cause a lot of controversy because they know that Batman's not around and they know things are basically, um, gonna be very, very different now, especially for the, uh, for the villains, um, We've also had images from Brian Singer showing images of uh, Cerebro in, I don't know if you've seen it, in um, Avengers Age of Apocalypse, uh, Avengers, you know, Age of Apocalypse, uh, Age of Apocalypse. Sorry, bro, I'll be getting attacked by hay fever. Yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah, it looks... Um, it looks pretty. Um, it looks pretty good. Uh, I really want to see what they do in this movie. Um, I really hope they get apocalypse looking. Um, you know, looking right. In my eyes, for them, for them to basically. Oh wow! For them to basically. Um, what do you call it, bro? For that. Probably they would get exactly. I mean, they'll try. They'll try to put their own little spin to it. Yeah. But really, it wouldn't. It wouldn't really look like apocalypse. That we know. True. All right. I've seen the um. 
I'm looking at the images that you said actually. What image is that? Of the all new. So the only Wolverine is a chick, is a girl. It's funny that <laughs> uh, what's his name looks like. Um, wow, um, what's um, Peter Quill? He looks like Michael J. Fox. But you know what I realize about this? That's pretty strange, right? Um. And this is probably going to spin off from Secret Wars. Is Doctor Strange in that image there, right? He does not have uh, his amulet around his neck. Yeah, he doesn't have his amulet around his neck. Well, not really, because the thing of Doctor Strange, right? He deals in the mystical arts, but yeah, he he does generate a lot of power from that amulet. Eye of Agamato, but then when he's not using that, he can fly. You know, he can astral project. He can use his mind to 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 control people. He can do a lot of things. He can cast spells and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it does give him basically. Um, I guess power. I guess that is X twenty three in the Wolverine suit, but then that that kind of um will tell that kind of just still, in a way, um, makes you think of what's happened to Wolverine because Marvel were teasing saying, you know, what's really happened to um, Raw Wolverine because he's still around. He's been in cat, he's been covered with raw adamantium. Um, I'm liking the uh, new Daredevil costume because it, it goes back to uh, the Mark Miller days when um, you know when he was in that black suit. Um, oh, it reminds me basically of um, the TV show in a way. The Iron Man suit pretty much looks kind of just more to the original than anything else. But they haven't really confirmed if that's if that's Tony. True. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna t a lot of fans are gonna be <laughs> a lot of fans are gonna go ballistic when they find out because they're gonna marvel when they drop some serious. I know they're gonna do some serious bombs. We don't know who that is. I mean, I was I was thinking that maybe it's um. I mean, what's what's all the wars about? Is Tony Stark in them? Yeah, but the thing is though, it's like when you're reading this now, is this are you is this um, Iron Man? Is this Tony Stark from the six one six universe or the six one ten universe? You know, so all these characters, it's like who are they really? What universe are they from? That's the crazy bit because it's, it's a mixture, isn't it? Um. Because the other image I saw, I saw image of Spider-Man as well, but there's going to be a lot of um, apparently controversy or regarding a new Spider-Man um, with Marvel well, Morales. Yeah. Be a still around. Uh, yeah. And Gwen and Miles. Yeah, so that would be pretty um, 
pretty interested to see what they're going to do. But yeah, man, it's a whole reboot. 75 years has been <laughs> slated off, you know. Um, yeah, but it's going to be crazy to see how they do it. I wonder if they're all, how they're going to do the new the Avengers, how, what new, what, you know, how much, how many of these characters will be getting their own books and stuff. Because I said they're going to be releasing like 56 to 60 new titles. So, you know, like what's happening? Like what's going to happen? Because so far, I want to find out what's happening with, um, you know, like the mutants, the X-Men, Magneto, you know, what's happening, you know, are we going to have an Xavier, you know, what's happening, man, so, like I said, man, I'm uh, excited to see what Marvel are going to do with this and how they're going to move on forward from now on. Hey. Yep, yep, definitely. Same with DC, man, I'm looking forward to see how they move on. Yes, it's, the next couple of months is going to be really soon. Yeah, oh. Everything kicks off. Or kick it off. Yeah. Um, is, is, is now, we're now past post-convergence. Uh, secret Wars is sort of wrapping up. Um, by July, July, August, um, I think we'll have a better idea of what's going on. In the two major publishers. Mm. Universes. I guess multiverses. One thing I actually forgot to say was that this is regarding Marvel News. Um, it's officially confirmed that where is it? Um, I'm going to read this actually word to word. This is regarding Guardians of the Galaxy. It says the first draft script for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is in. Director and screenwriter James Gunn confirmed on Facebook that it has been de uh, delivered and also that it reveals the identity of Star-Lord's father. In the comics, Peter Quill's dad is the ruler of the Spartex Empire, but Gunn is having no truck with that. He's unappealing to me. Gunn explained to fans... Um, uh, first of all, his name is Jason or Jason. Um, Chris Pratt has, has already seen the script and told Digital Spy, um, like um, it, it put tears in my eye. <laughs> it is so good. I can't wait to see. Uh, I can't wait to get started on it, and I cannot wait for people to see what it's going to put. Uh, what the wait? Uh, sorry. And I can't. I cannot wait for people to see what he's going to pull off with his second movie. It's so. It's so so big and so good. And so, Guardians of the Galaxy Two is to be released May the fifth, two thousand and um, seventeen. And for all you. Uh, People that are going to San Diego Comic Con, I will not be going because <laughs> I'm just not going. But I'd love to go. Um, Harris Bow have a very nice collectible that we'll be having in the Harris Bow booth 
in San Diego. And it's a Doctor Strange collectible. Um, it's the book of Bajanti where Doctor Strange does all his magical, gets all these spells and whatnot. And basically cast this spell, so it is the book. Um, it's mentioned in the comics, and it will be obviously mentioned in the movie. But um, when you open the, the the book, it has it has the collectible figurines from um, Domalu, Doctor Strange. It has an amulet you can actually wear across the chest. Uh, it has an, it has also um, magic as well from. Um, and Kenny X-Men um, it's retailed it's going to be retailing at $100 I do want to get one so if I find a nice if I want if I find one for nice, a nice price I'll be definitely uh, uh, buying one even though it probably cost me a, a bit for shipping I'll definitely get one um, but yeah shout out to uh Brandy, hope you're okay. Well, another one that's she's a hardcore DC fan, so she collects more DC and image and anything else. So, yeah, another thing I've got a stack of image comics I actually need uh, what to read. To quickly point out that Rob Dan has already kicked off promotions for Civil War. Pick your side. Yep. Who's Pick. side are you? Right. There's a rumor actually about that saying that I don't know if it's true that um so-called Doctor Strange is supposed to be leading one of the um sides in a way. I don't think that is true. Um. Because technically, if Strange was leading any side, he would win. Because he, like I said, he deals in the mystical arts. So, the only way you can defeat him is, in a sense, to deal in the art, to be in that scene where you actually deal in um, the magic or get to a point where you can actually hold him down so he doesn't use any of the magic um, I doubt that's, that is true but yeah people man pick your side what side are you picking me I'm Say that again, I can't hear you properly. Say that again. Remember it's Agent Shield, the sky's mom. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of sympathize with her. And her whole deal. Murderer. Even though she sort of, you know. Murdered. She went a bit too far. But yeah, she killed people. I sort of understood what, 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 what yeah. she was about. But yeah, I'm Cap all the way. Team Cap. I think probably everyone is man, a lot of Iron Man fans. But I, a lot of people love Iron Man. They're, they're really smart with the whole. The, the, well, Marvel's really fortunate with the amount of, um, the amount of popularity that um, Iron Man is getting. Yeah. 
all know though in the movie when it comes out they're going to be fighting each other where there's an, and then in the back scenes there's going to be another villain that's probably running the show and then it'll come together and they'll probably just because it's weird because even in Avengers Age of Ultron people still love Iron Man they still love him even though he's the one that caused everything yeah <laughs> people I, still love yeah. him yeah people are still going to love him in Civil War because at the end they're probably going to team up anyway and destroy the person that's really causing the um problem there was a what was I going to say a Regarding jumping to Ant Man, there's um, a few rumors stating that Spider Man will be sort of mentioned in the Ant Man. And that's next month, actually. If only they could give us a vote, Peter Parker or Miles. You know, I'll be team Miles all the way, man. Funny enough, I was watching the Amazing Spider Man 1 the other day. Oh my god. How much that needed 50 miles? It was terrible. Yeah, we got too much Peter Parker, man. Everyone's tired of Peter Parker. I mean, we all love him. We all love Peter Parker. Everyone loves him everything. But, like, well, it's Sony movies, so... Well, now they can, if they work a deal with Sony, because I'm obviously not... Let's say something, now they've rebooted the whole Marvel Universe. They can just officially just stick Miles Morales anywhere and any time, or just say in a far 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 ultimate world away there's another Spider-Man well we were talking about this the other day we were saying that what if they're gonna do like a whole Spider Spider family you know like you know because really truly that's probably has grown you got Silk you got um, Gwen you got Bows you got Pia you got um, Spider-Girl you got Spider-Woman you know, also you got a Black Widow from the Marvel Six um, Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope she stays around anyway. Put it, be nice, man. Putting them in one whole movie. But yeah, it won. Book, but like this, it's like the Spider Family book. The whole Spider Verse, because the Spider Verse was was kind of a big hit. Mm. It's just unfortunate that I didn't really get it because I wasn't. Uh, I didn't really understand the whole back, background of the whole Spider Verse. It was fun. It was a fun read, but obviously I needed to read the preludes and everything. But um, yeah, so if they could do like a Spider Verse book, mm. it includes all the spider, all the spider people, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be crazy. Um, that'd be crazy if he was to do that. But yeah, is there anybody news that you want to talk about? Um, let me see. Actually, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think. Why there's something that I that I um. Wrote down. Um, there was something to do with Transformers. That they're going to be doing an, another movie. Um, but it's going to. I think the next movie will be a prequel. And it's going to be set on Cybertron. So that'd be interesting. Hopefully, there'll be no humans. Just straight out war. 
Um, also, they're looking to do a Bumblebee spin-off. And I'm like, whoa, no. You guys, the spin-off thing is just getting ridiculous. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a bit ridiculous. Um, there was actually some news. This is, this is why I forgot. Um, forgot the guy's name now. Um, so you got this is um, this is news from Agents of Shield. Um, for season three. Um, you have uh, Luke Mitchell, who plays Lincoln, is going to be a main. It's going to be. Um, like a, a main character, well, is going to be in season three, um, you know, as a regular character, you'll be seen all the time. Um, also, the person that plays Mac as well is going to be a regular, uh, I forgot his, his real name, the guy that plays Mac in Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's going to be a full, uh, you know, he's sticking around for season three as well as a full, as a full cast member, so you'll be seeing more of him. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really fascinated by this Iron Man in this whole new age of Doctor Say that again. I'm fascinated with this Iron Man that they keep putting in the Doctor Doom and whole new different Marvel thing. I have a feeling that it's going to be Arnold. Who? Arnold. His brother. Yeah. I have a feeling that it's, it's going to be Tony. It's going to be Arnold. The thing is, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess Thor was the leader, right? But, you know, um, and Robert Downey Jr. because they're meant to produce this Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. is becoming a bit expensive. So, you know, with, 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 um, what's his name? MCU projects, he's sort of putting them, taking the back seat and letting Sam Wilson pick up the shadows cap. And, you know, this mm. is like a smart way of getting rid of Robert Downey Jr. They want to follow up with a movie. They could just recast Iron Man as Arnold Stark. You know? Yeah, there was a rumor that if they do a next Iron Man movie. It'll be it'll be his brother, not him. But yeah, I have a feeling that this Iron Man that they keep showing in front of us is going to be Arnold. Interesting. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, to this Daredevil. Uh, it says here, it says, um, the way he looks, they're saying, um, in the original dark and brooding dudes appeared during Marvel's 2000 crossover event, Shadow, Shadowland. In the storyline, a demon possesses Matt Murdock's soul and drives him to commit all sorts of diabolical acts like mur- murder, bullseye, erector, super prison in the middle of Hell's Kitchen, and oh yeah, ditch his iconic red suit for a, stel- a stelia, uh, ninja influence alternative. Uh, but the black color scheme also carried through uh, significance by wearing all black like the bad guys. Daredevil declared that he had entered anti-hero territory and was far too serious for silly red costumes. So I'd love to see what they're going to do with Daredevil. Realized, wait, I just realized something. The thing is where that one is in LSC. Huh? The thing. Yeah. He's not wearing a fantastic costume. 
I've never been a fan of the thing. Fantastic Four for me, man. Ugh, just never could never really get over them. Um, Even the Fantastic Four is the Guardians. Let me see. Yeah, he is actually. And X twenty three suit. She looks pretty cool. So yeah, a fake Wolverine. <laughs> uh, it kind of makes sense because at the end of the day, she is she is Wolverine. She's like she's the clone of Logan. Mhm. It makes sense that she would sort of take that mantle. Doctor Strange looks younger in this. He hasn't got any really no grey hair. It's funny, like you know what's funny about this uh, the Iron Man when you look at him, right? Yeah, he just looks like a young person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a kid, like a teenager in a suit. Yeah, I was thinking, okay, who, who could it be? I was thinking, okay, would they be Rhodey? But, but Rhodey, but it's probably older. Yeah. I, like the suit, it's kind of, it's not as high, it's, it's not as high tech as the superior suit. And I guess like they still want to play around with the superior, superior Iron Man. Well, well, to be honest, I don't know what's going on in Secret Wars. It's, it's spirit in, um, in um, Secret Wars, you know. Um, not that I know of, no, but... I've seen him. So what happened? Did he die as well? Nah, he's still around. Was he... What happened? I don't know. I haven't read the end of... Um, I never read the end issue of... of um. I never collected Superior Iron Man. I just kind of left it. But I never read the last... But Superior, he's that guy to sort of find a way out of it. He's sort of like... He, he's, he... We got a nice little introduction to him in Axis. Like, during Axis, yeah, the way he escaped the whole sort of uh, heroes switching to villains deal was pretty smart. So I, I have a feeling that he would find a way to get away from the incursions. Um, Probably. Um, yeah. But this this suit, this Iron suit, is sort of like a. It, it, it doesn't look as high tech as the superior suit. No, it looks like um just the the basic Iron Man suit, which is what I just liked. So maybe, maybe it's like way. Maybe this is a bit out of Armor Wars. Yeah. But you're reading us. Uh, keep it yeah, man. Like I said, I'm looking forward to this Daredevil to see what they're going to do. The high period looks exactly the same. Uh, Peter Quill doesn't have blood hair anymore. So they're trying to make him look more like Chris Pratt, which makes sense. Who's the one that's wearing the hoodie? Is he the, the, the human? That human guy. I don't know. I'm not really with humans. Hmm. It's pretty interesting to see what they're going to do. But, um, yeah, man, we'll see. Kind of more news will probably come out in the next few days. Yeah, but, um, yeah I guess we should start winding down. We sort of covered everything for this week. If anything else pops up, we'll probably you know, scream and shout as well. And yeah, our Twitter is, of course, at Two British Nerds. Follow us at Two British Nerds. Follow me <laughs> at Shikawak. Follow Sava at Sava DJ. Yeah, C A V A. Uh, DJ, make sure you uh, 
said you can subscribe for iTunes on your iPhones and also view this um, podcast yeah. on YouTube, which is uh, Two British Nerds YouTube. So, yeah, subscribe. Subscribe to us. Please do that. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, also, email us at email us to British Nerds at G. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, that's um, two British nerds at gmail.com. For any questions or if you want if you want us to speak about anything, if you just want to say hi, let us know. Just like I said, you can always tweet us. You can tweet me your questions or what you think of the shows or show so far. C A V A D J or hit me up, hit us up on the uh, Two British Nerds podcast. Sorry, that's at Two British Nerds with a Z. And uh, yeah, man, we're. Good. That's basically us. Yeah, uh, also have uh, Ask FM as uh, Ask Me Fig, Ask Me at Ask.FM slash Shikawaiud. Uh, I'm on Twitter, I've got that out there as well. So, yeah, pop, pop your question, as you guys want. Uh, go to Yeah. Uh, yeah, to subscribe, positive, adding in comments. Cheers, guys. Enjoy, man. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. When you, yeah, you need to get a new mic, man. <laughs>